Hey, Tony, have you ever heard of Tony's Pizza? <laughs> well, let's see, Jeff. My name is Tony, and I love pizza. So have I ever heard of Tony's Pizza? This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thanks for tuning in for another episode of Paladin Financial Talk, and you're listening in as we're recording here on the eve of All Hallows' Eve. So we have uh, Halloween here coming up in a couple of days, if you didn't get the math there. And uh, we've got a great show today. And uh, in our intro there, I asked Tony if you had heard of Tony's Pizza. But in all seriousness, Tony, have you heard of the brand Tony's Pizza? Of course I have. Yes. Okay. All right. Very good. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure there. I I grew up in Kansas and we had a huge uh, Tony's Pizza facility uh, manufacturing place uh, a couple miles from my house. So it's it's an important you know, cornerstone of my childhood. <laughs> well, it was kind of part of my childhood too, because everybody knew my name was Tony and I loved pizza. So we would have Tony's pizza from time to time. And there are actually some famous local pizzerias called Tony's pizza, not local mm-hmm. here, uh, but elsewhere in the country. And, uh, you know, they're not necessarily associated with the national frozen pizza brand, but, uh, it's usually good stuff. You know that. Yeah. We, we digress. That's yeah, okay. That's but good. We it's about pizza. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so we've, we've got a great show this week. Um, we sent out, for those of you that are uh, receive emails from us, we sent out uh, through social media and an email here recently. We had uh, some office expansion. We just recently completed expanding our office and got moved back into that uh, oh, earlier this week. Yes, yeah, we have to find some pictures to hang on the wall in a few places, but, you know, odds and ends that are above my pay grade, but... Uh, we're excited about it. Yeah, we added, uh, I don't know, three, four, four rooms, conference room, and uh, three offices, and uh, continuing to grow, so we're excited. I'll assume you'll want to hang a big framed portrait of me uh, sitting it, with my headphones on in front of the mic and just a, a little gold plaque that says co-host. Underneath. It's on back order, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. Supply issues, supply issues. You're, right you're waiting to hang that until uh, they finish with the audit. Yes, there you go, there you go. <laughs> yes. Um, no, this week we're going to talk about something that, you know, unfortunately a lot of people have had to deal with this year, and I've had two clients this week that were helping them to navigate some of these same decisions, so it's uh, fresh on our, our minds. But the topic is dealing with a forced early retirement. So, uh, whether it's because of the coronavirus and you've you lost your job or whatever situation might be going on, that has happened a lot this year. And, you know, life sometimes throws uh, curveballs at us. So we want to talk through some things to think about, to be aware of, to make some good decisions and help to, you to navigate that change from a, a stress perspective as well 
to make sure you're you're getting the most out of your resources and you're you're having a comfortable retirement, even if it's earlier than what you had originally planned for. Sure. And I think, you know, when I first heard that uh, forced early retirement, we all want to retire early, right? But you're right, especially this year, a lot of people find them in the situation where they may have to retire early uh, or are, like you say, forced into that situation for one reason or another. So I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this. What are some things that we can do to help deal with uh, an early retirement, especially a forced early retirement that we weren't planning on? Yeah, and it made me think too, and when we sit down with folks as part of our complimentary second opinion that we provide, uh, one of the questions we ask is, at what age do you plan on retiring if you haven't retired already? And the two most common responses are 65 and tomorrow. So for some folks, <laughs> the, the tomorrow showed up earlier than expected, unfortunately. But Yeah, yeah it, or never. The, I bet you hear that, don't you? People yeah, think they're be never the, going to re- be never gonna be able to retire nowadays. Yep. Yeah. But the, the first thing to think about is it's okay to feel what you're feeling and whatever that feeling is, is you've had something thrown at you that you weren't planning for that can cause stress, that can cause fear, that can cause a whole lot, a lot of different things. In some situations, there's money attached to that uh, early exit. So there's a big smile on your face perhaps, but whatever it is that you're going through, those are your feelings and there's a, a phrase that I earn, uh, learned a long time ago that your feelings can't be wrong. And my wife and I sometimes use that in our, our uh, discussions along the way. But you know, uh, your feelings can't be wrong. So be aware of that. You'll navigate through this. And we're going to give you some ideas to think about to, to, again, make some good decisions. And that ties in with the first suggestion is to not be rash. Don't make rash decisions um, when you're dealing with this. And it's not to say that you don't need to make some quick decisions in certain circumstances, but um, make sure you're thinking through those things and you're making objective decisions, not emotional ones. And uh, an example of this, too, for, for some people, if you're a federal worker, we do uh, federal workshops to help people understand their federal employee benefits. And one of the things that often happens with some agencies is they will offer a early out option for some people in certain situations. And when they do that, you usually have a a short period of time, 30, 45, 60 days to decide, yes, I want to take advantage of that early out provision. And here's how that works. And that's the wrong time to go about putting a financial plan in place. So if you're listening to this, whether you're working for the federal government or not, and you're not yet retired, you want to start making sure that you have a good plan in place now. Now is the time to do it. Whether you're 60, 50, 40, doesn't matter. Uh, I did a, a workshop a couple nights ago and we're wrapping up and I was, I was talking to a, a lady at one of the tables and she said, I'm, I'm retiring sometimes, sometime next year and all the stuff you just talked about, it's overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm just not ready to deal with it. And I politely told her you're that's coming. You're within a year. You can't not think about it, whether you want help from us or someone else, but now's the time to get that figured out. It's not going to fix itself over the next six, nine, 12 months. So make a decision to, to get some help with that, get a plan in place. And that's what we offer folks is again, that complimentary second opinion on your plan, regardless of where you're at in life, you're retired, close to retired, you're 20 years old, doesn't matter. We want to make sure again, you're making the most out of what you have today and uh, making good 
decisions with that. And that starts with, that's the second suggestion, is to have a good plan in place. And to me, I always tell people the, the litmus test of that is that plan should be written down. If you're going to go on a you know three-week vacation to Tahiti, in 2021, when there's a cure for the coronavirus, um, you're probably going to plan that out a little bit, have an itinerary and map out where you're going to be and when and what, what it's going to cost you. The average American spends more time planning their vacation than they do their retirement. And wow. Yeah, that's crazy, but it's easy to believe. I mean, I, I'm guilty. I, I mean, you know, before I started working with a financial professional, uh, and I won't name names, Jeff Foley, but the thing is, um, <laughs> it, it's so important. And it, before you do that, you think you, you do spend more time on things like planning out a vacation or uh, I plan out record shopping trips uh, more than I do my <laughs> retirement. So, you know what I mean? I mean, my trip to the pizza buffet is more well thought out and I spend more time thinking about it. So <laughs> I, I, um, everybody's guilty it, of that, right? I mean, it, it is. Yeah. And we all have our things. This is not meant to be, you know, financial shaming. It's exact opposite of that is this is this is why we're here. This is why I have a job. Our firm has a place and we add value to folks is everyone has their focus and for most people, this is not where they want to focus their time. Mine is in the yard. I, you know, not a yard guy and uh, don't spend very much time with that, you know, but this is your retirement. It's very important and you want to get some help, whether you're going to do it yourself, you got to put the time into that. Uh, otherwise pick up the phone and give us a call. Our phone number is 877-219-3199. You can visit us online at financialpaladin.com call us, email us, send a letter, whatever it might be, but schedule that complimentary second opinion on your plan. And when you walk out of that, it's not going to cost you anything other than the time that we spend together. You're going to have more confidence because you have some direction and you know what you need to work on, you know what your gaps are, and you might find out, you know what, I'm in a better spot than I thought I was. But we want to, again, start with having that written financial plan. The third is to think about the third recommendation is to potentially reset your income expectations. So let's say you're 60 years old, you were just forced into early retirement and you weren't planning on retiring until you were 65, 66, whatever it might be. And you were making $80,000 a year at whatever your job was. And you decide, all right, I still want to work full time. I need health coverage or whatever it might be. You might not be making $80,000 a year. Okay, so if you've been at your company for 15, 20 years and you've climbed the, the pole and gotten increases along the way, uh, you might be now at $40,000 if you start back over. And again, I've seen this happen with a number of clients, obviously, over the years. So make sure you're, you're realistic on that uh, expectation that that's probably going to be reduced in many situations. But again, you, you might be in a situation you might be okay with that. So resetting your income expectations. Uh, another one is your pension. If you have a pension, and I'm helping a, a couple right now navigate some pension options. Uh, gentleman, he's he was forced into early retirement this year, and he's fortunate. He had two pensions from the same company, and one of them provided a lifetime income option, as most pensions do, and it was pretty favorable. So we're helping him to navigate the paperwork and the process for getting that pension in place. And what do I do with taxes withheld? And do I do the 50% survivor or the 75% option? So we're helping with that. But he had a second pension that had a lump sum value. And 
if that pension offers that lump sum value, what you can do is roll that into an IRA. That's a non-taxable event. And now you have control over that asset and can use that to get you through retirement. So in this couple situation, that lump sum pension, uh, we're using that to help fund the next couple of years of income if he doesn't get work and uh, his other pension will be coming in here along the way as well. So you want to understand what your options are if you have a pension. Again, that's something we can help you to navigate. How does this darn thing work? Is it worth doing the pension or should I do the lump sum option? That situation and the answers to that are going to depend on your your situation and the pension. So there's some things to think about there. Well, definitely. And so uh, there's a lot of things that you need to deal with if you're forced into an early retirement. And I'm glad we're going over them today. But if our listeners out there have any questions, they can give you a call. And I know you're more than willing to and happy to meet with them uh, to go through some of this. And there's no cost or obligation for that consultation. Uh, how can they set that up? Yeah, again, give us a call at 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. We've got all our contact information there. And uh, we're in Arden Hills in the Twin Cities area, very close to Highway 694, pretty easy to get to. Uh, but call us, email us, and uh, schedule a time for your complimentary second opinion. Probably, again, about 80 85% of folks are coming into our conference room. We have masks and sanitizer in every corner and you know meeting face-to-face. If you want to do that through Zoom, we can do that through Zoom as well. That's fine. But uh, take a step, take that first step if you haven't done anything yet in preparing for your retirement, whether that's upon you or somewhere down the road is um, make sure you're, you're getting some good advice with that. Yeah, and, and that's great advice. So what's the next piece of advice you have for us in dealing with a forced retirement? So one thing is to consider um, whether or not you should downsize your home. So for uh, a lot of people that if they have... Um, built up a lot of equity in their house. It's maybe it's paid off or they don't owe that much on it anymore. You know, that's, a, that's an asset. If you need to, um, ideally we wouldn't need to go that direction, but if you need to, that's an asset that could be used to help, you know, create some, some assets for income if you're in that position. And for a lot of folks, the timing is right as well as they're getting close to or into retirement. They want to downsize and, uh, either go to a different location or not have as many, uh, you know, square feet to, to vacuum, whatever it might be, but look at that as an option and we can help you again to do what ifs with that. If you had those additional assets, how would that feed into your retirement income plan, your spend down strategy to making sure you're, you're getting enough throughout retirement? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's key. That's a good point. Uh, obviously a lot of people in retirement downsize, uh, but when it comes uh, on you kind of sudden, you haven't had the time to plan, uh, but it's probably something you're going to need to look at right away uh, to maybe reduce expenses at least, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So what's what's next on the list of things we need to do? Uh, another one is to consider, for most people, the bulk of their assets are in tax-advantaged accounts. So Retirement IRAs, accounts, right? Correct, yes. You know, IRAs. 401ks, 403bs, TSPs, if you're a federal worker and uh, you want to be aware of, and depending on the type of plan, age 59 and a half is an important one. It might be 55 for your TSP in certain situations, but 
age 59 and a half, if you're taking money out prior to that age, you have to pay taxes if it's a pre-tax account. And you also have a 10% IRS penalty to be aware of as well. So ideally you would not be tapping those funds uh, if you need them until age 59 and a half. And we would have other resources that we can utilize for that. So part of what we do in our financial planning process is look at the resources that you have, the type of accounts that you have, your emergency savings and so forth. And if something like that does come up, we have a plan of action that uh, ideally you're not tapping into those and paying those penalties. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's something to be aware of. And uh, I always love the 59 and a half. Thank Mm -hmm. you, IRS code. Yes. For for making it even more complicated than it would have to be. I was told there would be no fractions. So. (laughs) Hey, pizza has fractions. Yeah. Well, that's true, but that's different. That's easier to see. Yeah. If you use the pizza example, I'm with you. I can actually follow then. Uh, What's next? I know there are a couple more you have for us. Another one would be to understand your health care options. So if you're, you have your health care coverage through work, <clears throat> let's say you, you don't have a spouse or your spouse is retired and they were on your health care. So when you leave, what do I do? So if you're under age 65, you want to look at getting a, a plan in the private marketplace. You want to look at potentially using COBRA as a bridge uh, for a later date. Uh, understand what your options are there. And also, if you're 65, uh, looking at Medicare supplements. So when do I sign up for Medicare, Part A, Part B? What's this going to cost me? And what do I do for the the gaps that Medicare doesn't satisfy? Again, those are all things that we can help you to to navigate and um, think through. But understand what those options are and, as importantly, what your costs are going to be with those. And kind of tying into that as well, Social Security is an important decision, and that's kind of the bedrock for a lot of retirees, is understand your options with Social Security. You can take it as early as 62, delay to as long as 70. When you take that, depends on your personal situation, your health, other sources of income, your assets, what the market is doing. So there is no black and white. You should always do this with Social Security. So we want to run the numbers. And part of what we'll give you as is, is our second opinion process is a Social Security maximization report. And we'll show you here are your options, the trade-offs, and here's what we would recommend. But we want to make that decision by looking at your big picture, your assets, your income expenses, and so on. So those are all things that we can help you to think about. And if you're at least 62 and you decide to start taking Social Security, the other thing to be aware of is the threshold, the income threshold. And between 62 and the year that you turn your full retirement age, you have what's called a lower threshold. And what that means is if you're receiving Social Security income during that threshold period, you can work and receive employment income up to about $18,000. That number changes every year. If you make more than that, they're going to reduce your Social Security benefit by one out of every $2. Others might say 50%. So 50% for every dollar above that $18,000 threshold. So you want to be aware of that. Now, when you get out to the year that you turn your full retirement age, threshold increases to about 47,000 and the date that you turn your full retirement age for social security in that year, from that point forward, you can make as much as you want. So we want to run the numbers and think about that in advance. So those are some, uh, some spectacular things to think about. If you, you have that, uh, 
forced early retirement to deal with. Um, and again, want to make some good decisions. So I encourage you to, to give us a call and come in for that complimentary second opinion. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's great. Uh, and you worked in the Halloween reference there. Spooktacular. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice, Jeff. <laughs> very good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot to think about there. I, I mean, you know, it, you know, it's okay uh, to, to feel what you're feeling and it's, it's going to be natural to feel, uh, frustrated and overwhelmed, but you don't have to go through it alone. Uh, you can uh, meet with a trusted financial professional, uh, like yourself, Jeff, how can our listeners out there get a hold of you to set up a complimentary consultation? Yeah, I'll give you that phone number again here. But also, if you're listening to our podcast, um, take a moment, please go down and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that. Uh, and take a moment to scroll down and give us uh, an honest review. Um, and we would uh, appreciate that. So, But our phone number is 877-219-3199. And you can visit us online at financialpaladin.com. All right. Thanks, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Fogel. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.